All right, so there's a lot of misconceptions out there and misunderstandings about the world of Lego investing. So I want to address some of this stuff. I want to address some of the common misconceptions, the common things that people just don't really fully understand about the world of Lego investing. And I just want to tell the truth about these different things. So I'm going to go through some of the most common misconceptions about Lego investing. Welcome to the Brick Business Show, where we talk about Lego investing, Lego reselling, entrepreneurship, and how people all around the world are using the thing that they love, Lego, to create an income and build a business. Let's jump in and look at some of the most common misconceptions in the world of Lego investing. And the first one is not going to surprise many of you out there who are already doing this, right? Who are Lego investors, because you're probably hearing this from friends and family all the time when they ask you what you're doing. This is that a lot of people don't believe that Lego sets are going to grow to two or three times their original value. People find it hard to believe that someone out there is going to pay that much. And this can actually vary from theme to theme. So for example, Duplo, right? A lot of people say to me, like, you think Duplo is going to sell for three times the retail value? Who is going to go out there and pay $100 for a $30 Duplo set? And that's totally understandable, of course, because I didn't believe it either until I started to see it and realize it. And now when I look at eBay and see prices shooting up in value, it just doesn't surprise me because I'm so used to it now. But first time you see this, of course, people are kind of raising their eyebrows thinking, how could this be a thing? Um, if that's you, if you're kind of not sure about whether Lego is going to grow in value the way I talk about it on my channel, I do urge you to go have a look, right? Go look at eBay and search for some old sets and it may really surprise you because the value does shoot up. Of course, that's because supply starts to come down when sets are no longer manufactured, when they retire. There's no supply anymore in retail stores. And so the only thing that can happen is that the price will go up because the demand continues. And when that happens and you have that supply coming down, but the demand continuing at a steady pace, for the most part, the demand on Lego sets and especially in certain themes is so strong that even when the price is three times the retail price, the demand will still be there. So that is misconception number one. And the next one that I want to talk about is that a lot of people think that they're going to have to hold Lego sets for three to five years for it to grow in value, right? A lot of people I talk about are kind of like, why would I put my money on the shelf for three years um, and let it gather dust? Well, this is a misconception because there's a lot of different strategies you can use in the world of Lego investing, and some of them don't involve waiting three years, right? Some of them you can sell a lot sooner than that and still make a fantastic return on your investment. So for example, if you can learn how to really pick the winners, then you could have picked the TIE Fighter helmet you know, two or three months ago, and it was selling for $60. Right now it's selling for $175 on Amazon a couple of months later, right? That's not a three-year hold time, that's a three-month hold time. And you can learn this stuff. You can learn how to find those winners and you can learn how to apply that knowledge to your business to shorten your whole time, turn over your inventory faster and not have it gathered dust for three years on the shelf. So this is a common misconception. And whenever I'm talking to people in the community, I do hear that concern sometimes. You know, why do I need to leave it for so long on the shelf for it to, to grow in value? You really don't need to hold it that long. Now, some people do hold it that long because it's their preference, right? Some people have a specific strategy around holding for three years or even longer. And that is the approach that they want to take for it. And of course, that means that they will be selling for higher prices. Their return on investment on each set will be greater. The dollar amount that they receive back 
back when they sell for each set will be greater. But the downside of that, of course, is that they can't put that money into another set sooner, right? So there's pros and cons to it, but you do not need to hold for many, many years in the world of Lego investing. You can do very, very well by selling in much shorter timeframes. Moving on now to misconception number three, and that is that Lego is decreasing in popularity. Lego is decreasing. This one blows my mind. And I've actually heard this a lot. This is a common misconception. When I talk about the fact that I'm buying Lego sets for investing, a lot of people ask me this question, right? It's, is Lego really still popular? You know, what if Lego is kind of out of favor in five years? You know, what happens if no one is buying Lego in five years, then all of your investing, um, it's not gonna work. This is a, a very common thing I hear. Well, here's the thing, folks, here's the thing. I thought Lego was popular 20 years ago. But just look at this chart right here. Just look at this chart. 20 years ago, Lego was not even a drop in the pond to what it is now, right? Lego popularity has grown significantly in the last 10 years and it's at all time highs, right? And especially with COVID and with lockdown and people getting involved with more indoor activities, popularity for Lego is at an all time high. The Lego group have such a intelligent strategy opening up to targeting towards adults recently, expanding into different markets. They've really just found their rhythm and they're just knocking it out of the park right now. I have absolutely no doubt in the future of the Lego group. Now, I'm not saying that 100 years from now, everyone's gonna still be building Lego, but for the foreseeable, absolutely. I have absolutely no concerns. And in fact, you know, this is a, is a good example as to why we don't have to worry about the demand because even right now, demand is very, very strong, but two years from now, on this chart that we're seeing and this trajectory that they're on, it's gonna be even stronger, right? Because they're delivering time after time, year after year, growing the popularity of Lego. So no, Lego is not decreasing in popularity. It is an all-time high right now. It has been growing hugely over the course of the last couple of years. I have no doubts whatsoever that it's gonna to continue to do that in the future. All right, misconception number four now, and that is, of course, that there are too many Lego resellers. There, this is the one I probably hear the most out of everything, right? The, oh, the market is getting saturated. There's too many people that are starting to invest in Lego sets. I hear this all the time. And honestly, this does not phase me or concern me in any way whatsoever because we just saw the demand for Lego is massively increasing year over year. But when you layer on top of that, the fact that e-commerce is also massively increasing year over year, right? There's more people right now buying everything online than they were two years ago, three years ago, five years ago. And that's gonna increase again next year and again the year after that. For the next 10 years, we're gonna still have growth in e-commerce, right? More people going to the internet to buy stuff. Now, when you have Lego growing in popularity and you have e-commerce on the rise and we are Lego sellers online, right? We get to avail of both of these things, right? It's like a, a perfect equilibrium for us Lego investors. And both of these things together mean that the demand is growing at massive rates and will continue to grow into the future. Now, of course, the supply is also growing, right? There are more sellers on Amazon and eBay now than there were five years ago. That is true, but it is not growing as fast as the demand. If the supply was growing faster than the demand, then we would not be seeing cases where TIE Fighter Helmet is selling for $175 three months after retirement, right? This wouldn't be happening if the supply was oversaturated or there's too many Lego sellers out there. It just wouldn't be possible for that to happen. The demand is so strong that even if the supply increases, 
it just can't keep up with it. And so the opportunity for Lego investing is not getting worse. It's in fact, it's getting better over time as e-commerce and the popularity for Lego continues to boom. Misconception number five now, and this is that Lego investing is too much work, right? So another complaint that I hear from some people, it's just, it seems like too much work, right? The word investing to a lot of people means passive, right? It means I put my money into a 401k or the stock market and I don't need to do anything. That's investing in some people's minds. And so Lego investing, I need to sell stuff, right? It's, it's a little more than what I was bargaining on when I just, when I heard the word investing. Okay, that, that's true, right? It is more than investing in the stock market. But when I hear people say it's too much work, uh, I think that's a misconception because yes, it is a lot of work to build an e-commerce business, but Lego investing is the least work that I've seen in any e-commerce business, right? I've, I know a lot about different business models in e-commerce. I've got friends doing all sorts of different business models. Uh, in my business, we sell books and we sell online arbitrage. I have friends doing wholesale. I have friends doing private label, all the different kind of and thrifting and all the different kind of e-commerce business models. And every single one of those businesses do a lot more day in, day out than Lego investors have to do. So there's certain times of the year like Q4 that is very, very busy, but there's other times of the year that are less busy, right? And we're not packing orders all day, every day until you get to a very big scale. Now, I don't want anyone out there to think that I mean that there's no work involved with Lego investing. There is, there's a lot of work involved, but when compared to other similar business models out there for e-commerce, it, it's it's a lot lower, it's a lot lower. So I think that this is a bit of a misconception. Now, misconception number six, this is that it only works in the United States, right? A lot of people ask me this, people watch my videos and they think, well, I, I don't think this is gonna work in my market. Um, this only must work in the US. This is, this is not true, right? I've got friends in Germany, in France, in Ireland, the UK, in Australia, in Canada, all over the place that are doing this very, very successfully. Now, I'm not saying that it'll work in every market, but it definitely is not only for the US. I recommend anyone watching to go and check your local marketplaces like eBay or other buy and sell websites and just check if the values are going up on Lego sets there. If that's true, then there's a good chance that you can tap into the same stuff that I talk about on this YouTube channel, even though I'm located in the US. Misconception number six is that it is way too risky, right? It's really, really risky. A lot of people hear like Lego investing and they think, well, I don't want to invest, you know, in something that's a physical product, right? I'd rather my money be in my in my stock market account. I don't want to invest in something that's going to be, you know, store in storage because what if I have a fire or if I have a flood, then, you know, all of my value gets destroyed. Now that is true. That is absolutely true, right? You need to take precautions, but there are systems and there are things that you can build that takes away that risk. You can get insurance on your inventory if you want to. You can improve your storage systems to make sure that you're catering to uh, potential problems that could happen. It's all in your control. That's the thing, right? It's not inherently risky to invest in Lego. It's risky to not have good systems, right? It's, it's risky to not kind of um, you know pay attention to those things. But if you take some precautions, you take good care of your inventory, you have a good system, and you also diversify and you make sure that you are doing your due diligence and you're not buying stuff that doesn't make sense. You're diversifying in many different places. You are buying at good enough prices so that you have a margin of safety. These are all things that are totally in your control, right? Just like any other business out there, when you take control and ownership, you can massively reduce the risk, right? 
So when people say, oh, that's that's too risky, I disagree 100% on that. I think that's a common misconception. The risk is fully controllable from your side and you can do a lot of different things to massively reduce it down. I'm not saying there's no risk because every investment has some level of risk. Stock market, real estate, cryptocurrency all have some risk and that's what makes it an investment. If there was no risk, then everyone would do it and the returns would not be there. So the return on investment that you make is a reward for taking on some level of risk. But when you are in control of your own business, you can massively reduce that down. All right, so number eight here is that a lot of people think that they need to know a lot about e-commerce in order to start with Lego investing, right? I need to really understand online selling uh, if I wanna do this. Now, this is a misconception because these things are all learnable, right? They're all learnable. I definitely don't think that people should be afraid to get started because they don't know how to ship a box on eBay, right? You can learn how to do this stuff. So when you're beginning, you don't need to have mastered anything about e-commerce. You just need to be committed to learn it as you go. Now, when you're buying sets, it does definitely help to have an exit strategy. You need to know, you know, am I selling it on Amazon or eBay? What's my time frame? What's my target price? And some stuff like that. But you don't need to know, you know, am I sending this uh, via um, USPS or UPS? You know, you don't need to know specifically exactly how you're going to fulfill that order. You just need to have a broad strategy and then you can figure out the tactics as you go. And that is how most people build businesses, right? Nobody knows everything about a business before they start. You need to understand the broad strategy, right? That what, what is the, the big picture here that I'm going to go after here? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do. And then as you get started, you start to learn the tactic stuff, right? The, the more detailed kind of step-by-step -step on exactly how to manage your inventory or fulfill orders and different things like that. You don't need to understand all that stuff up front. So that is a common misconception that I hear people kind of a little bit apprehensive, a little bit afraid of getting started because they don't know enough about e-commerce. In my opinion, just knowing the broad game plan is enough to at least dip your toe into the water. And number nine here in this list of misconceptions is that a lot of people think that they need thousands of dollars to invest in Lego sets, right? I need, I need 10 grand to get started, otherwise it doesn't make any sense for me. This is a misconception because honestly, you really don't need that much money to get started with this. If you can invest just a couple hundred dollars and buy a few sets, and then next year you can maybe double your money by selling them, then you can just reinvest those profits and start to build it up over time, right? If you are just willing to not take the money back out of the business and just kind of let the profits from your first sale go into the second one, and you'll start to build a bigger and bigger inventory over a couple of years, why not, right? It's a great way to start. You don't need to go big from the very, very beginning with Lego investing. You can become successful over the course of a couple of years. So this is a very common misconception that I see that I definitely wanted to call out here. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a five-star rating. It really does help us to bring you amazing content. And if you want to learn more about building an income with Lego, check out BrickBucks.net or find us on YouTube at BrickBucks to learn about Lego investing.